Everyman Podcast. Everyman, brother Jay, what's happening, Ooh. man? I'll tell you. I'll tell you, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. It's another week, another yeah. pod. Yeah. You know, coming in hot on episode 100. It's really marvelous. Mm. Christmas mm. is right around the corner. Heat seeking, about to be broke. I'm over here having a nice, having a gin and tonic because you know it's just one of those days. And I'm here with it my is, brother bro. in the cosmic canoe. Hell yeah, bro! Swimming, swimming downstream. That's right. Sometimes I like to Paddling. give the people a little bit of the hook here because it just once it catches you, yeah. you're caught. Dude, they you can't know? say no. They, those, have to, they have to go with us. They those stabbing horns. That's what that's called, guys. Is a is a horn stab right there. I'll tell you what, bro. I'm uh, episode 97. I'm thankful for another yeah, week in the Cosmic Canoe here yeah. with my big bro, Daryl Campbell Jr. With my bro the man, Jay. the myth, the legend, hero to us all. Daryl, what's going yeah, on dude. in your world, bro? Talk to me. Talk dude, to me. You know what? I, w- I want to talk about my world, but I am so captivated by your beard. There is some it is, stuff going on in dude, there, man. This is the longest Luxur- I mean, I've ever sexy, grown this. Man. Yeah, thank you. First it's of all, beard. thank you for that compliment. Coming from a man who is no stranger to a sexy beard himself. Um, hey. Yeah, I did this. If you yeah. recall, I did this when I was uh, in quarantine mode, um, when I was furloughed. And uh, <laughs> furloughed. Yeah. Is it a, and I. Soft F? Yeah. Furloughed. And. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I let it grow out and then I trimmed it back up to become like a human again. And then somewhere around August, I was like, you know what? It's going to get cold. Let me see how long I can do this. And, you know, the Steelers were rolling. I'm rolling. You're rolling. The pod's rolling. So I just figured let it go. And it's been going since like August. And it's, it's a good, I don't know. Is that a half a foot off your face, bro? Dude, it's a good three and a half inches from the bottom of my chin. Close, and it's making close. my... I have a large block-shaped head as it is, so it's giving <laughs> me the appearance of, like, a double head, if you will. No, no, it's not. No, no, I mean, it gives length. It's it's imposing. Oh, it's, I, I think it's I, I statuesque, agree honestly. That. Dude, um, it, makes you feel, it makes you look more like buff, bro. Like, it, like you well, look like I'll fuck you up, like, for no reason. Well, you know, I'm a lover, head. not a fighter, but, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna until we do probably our engagement photos, you know, for the for the wedding in the spring. Are you gonna cut it off? I probably probably after the winter, yeah. But this is this is gonna stay for the foreseeable yeah. future. Um, yeah. uh, you know, so obviously, if you guys have been keeping up with the YouTube, uh, shout out to the Everyman Podcast YouTube. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. if you haven't had a chance to head over there and subscribe, uh, you know, check out some of the awesome conversations we've had in the last last few months since we launched the the youtube um mm-hmm. you know andy mckee john petrucci uh you know james labrie matt halpern tommy rogers blake richardson dusty waring uh cameron lynch uh Beasts. how about let's talk bigger facts um mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of really cool fun conversations on there uh chance and zach from falset um, yeah. Andy McKee, I think I already said that, but dude, it's, there's a lot of good stuff on there. So if you haven't, you know, scroll and you're listening to this, obviously scroll up, hit the link to the YouTube, check, 
check us out there. Subscribe. Um, we're looking to grow that community, and, and we've been connecting with a lot of really cool people all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking Carlos, you know, down in, in South America. Um, you know, I've been getting messages on the YouTube from all over the world, um, and it's really it's humbling, and it's it's a reminder of you know kind of why we put our our time and energy and efforts into this here poor four months every week. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Loving it. Loving, Loving it. it. McDonald's. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> remember that That's time? Remember that? Day, do you remember bro. that time we did a live stream on Twitch and we had McDonald's beforehand and I nearly oh, shit yeah. myself? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Like it was we so. My stomach was so violently loud that like it stopped you in your tracks and you looked at me and you're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. What's going on? What's going on on the inside? You good? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little insight into, um, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, making the video of the Everyman podcast there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we yes. learned a valuable lesson that day. Oh, we did. We did. While Daryl may be a goddamn stallion and he can burn through a couple of quarter pounders <laughs> on a podcast, I'm not built for that. Nugget. Good times. Good, 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 yeah, good man. times. So Mickey D's is so good, though. Man. It is. It man. really and, is. Every now sure. and then I see it and I'm like, all right, I'm ready. After my body has forgotten the punishment of the previous time, it's like yeah. it's like, like a genetic memory. Like I've forgotten. Yeah. All the cells in my body have regrown. And now I'm like, right. you know what? I could go for a Big Mac. And then right. I remember why I haven't had one in six months. Dude, I'm telling you, you changed my whole life with the quarter pounder. Oh yeah, the double quarter with pounder the, with the Big Mac sauce. With the, with the Mac, I didn't uh-huh. think you could fucking cross pollinate like. Only that, issue man, is, only issue is, it's guaranteed an extra ten minutes of wait time. But you're getting it's a worth it. you're getting a Big Mac without that extra bullshit bun. You know, we've gone in mm-hmm. in depth on this, uh, not only on the yeah. live stream but in previous podcasts. That's the way you want to handle. A McDonald's drive-through situation. My you know, name. we never thought about it this way, but technically, you have made the double quarter pounder healthier. I have for the everyman with removal of the extra bread. <laughs> everyman hack. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the everyman Big Mac <laughs> hack. It's a DIY. Yeah, it's a DIY. You no. Know. <laughs> Take one piece of bread and shove it up your ass. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I too yeah. love it. Mick Donalds. Yep. So that brings me back to my original question. What's going yeah. on in your world? Oh, so what's going on in my world? First off, first off, I'm on the bandwagon, Brother Jay, and I did not, I did not see the Washington football team doing God. what they did to – our beloved Steelers. Yep. And we talked about it before the game on my way home. <clears throat> you know what that that is, man? That is a – first of all, let me just say, as a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, the goal is the Super Bowl. You know, for some oh, yeah. some teams, yeah, it would have been great to see a perfect season. No no shit. But my, my eyes are on the ultimate prize, and I think this team is absolutely capable of it. But – Sometimes it's good for a thing like this to happen to mm-hmm. just bring you down to earth while you can afford it as opposed to yeah. a if you recall a few years ago when the Steelers were 12 and 4 
mm-hmm. big dick swinging coming in and get rocked by Tim Tebow, who was like two for 14 on the day, but the one that he hit counted, you know, well, and I'll never, wa- I'll never forget watching Demarius Thomas, uh, you know, run 74 yards to the house on the best defense the Steelers had had in years. So my point is I too was shocked. Um, yeah. But the NFL, yeah. that's why they play the games in the NFL. They say, you know, any given Sunday, any, given. any the worst team can beat the best team. And that's what keeps people coming back. You know, that's yep. what keeps me glued to my friggin' sofa for eight hours on a Sunday um, this yep. year. And it's, and, you know, the Steelers are, is a the great team. And uh, it's not like this is the end, but I think this will oh, no. only, only serve to uh, flan, fan their flames. Cause I'm sure Tomlin ripped them several new holes oh, after bro, that yeah. game. Cause like yeah. you can't be, you can't have two drives back to back where you're, you know, fourth and one, fourth and five, and you just can't get it in the end zone with all that mm-hmm. talent. And like, they yeah. had the same, this could have happened to them against Baltimore two weeks ago when they had like back to back drops in the end zone. So they got a lot of young players, but I don't know. What do you think, bro? Yeah. Well, I mean, I still think they're the best team in the NFL, regardless of what the performance was like yesterday. And even still, I mean, they still had chances, just came up a little short. Yeah. As we just said, in a given Sunday. Yep. Me personally, who I really worry about, I worry about the fucking Chicago Bears, bro. Oof. You know. They're I inept. Mean, they seem to is, be inept, bro. I, I, it's It's almost as if they're playing for mistakes and not for like. Yeah. Like like winning a game, it's it's crazy, and I, I I love the Bears. Grew up a Bears fan. Eighty five. That shit's over though, man. I don't know what the hell's going on with Mitch Trubisky and that offense. I it's had high hopes for Mitch. Man. I thought he was gonna because last year it seemed like two years ago it seemed like he was taking he was m- moving up, yeah. and then last year was supposed to be his breakout year, and everything's just like. Completely falling apart for him. Everything. You know, and there's so many good quarterbacks nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. like, it sucks seeing Nick Foles. We, we talk at length about Nick Foles. You know, we're big He should still be here, man. He should still be here. With well, the look Eagles what they're Mountains. doing. Look what they're doing. And you know what? All my, all my friends that are Eagles fans, I've been saying it, and they think I'm crazy. I know you share the same opinion. They should have kept Nick Foles after that Fucking Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. You, you ride the horse you rode in on. And... And you run it until the god dang wheels fall off. And for whatever reason, they thought they were just smarter than everybody else. Like, they always think they do. And I think they are. And, you know, now you're benching. Now you got Carson Wentz on the bench for Jalen Hurts, who's, you know, a talented guy. But it's just, it's the most Philly sports thing that you can do. And uh, I'll find out which ones of my friends listen to this podcast because they'll be blowing me up for this. But. I, I guarantee you they're going to do some shitty trade where somehow Carson Wentz ends up in New England for mm. a sixth-round pick and a bag of Fritos, you know? And he's going to be an all-pro. And, like, I, I've never – I just I just don't – I just don't get it. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's the blue – like, I feel like Nick Foles is, is Superman, but every other team but the Eagles is his kryptonite. You know what I mean? So if they figure out a way to get him back here, I think all will be right with the with the world. He'll, he'll that would be, be the best. Climate, and, you know, this team will take it. It's, 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 That's it's, the only thing that get me to ever root for the Eagles in any capacity is for Nick Foles yeah. to come back to Philadelphia. Dude. Dude, at least I'm wish trying to tell well. you, he's the, 
thorn on the top of the Christmas tree with this team, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. It, it would... He can sling it. The guy can sling it. He's got that Brett Favre. He's got a little bit of that Brett Favre in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, man. This is why as many challenges as there are, this is what keeps people coming back every week is is the parody Mm -hmm. and the the excitement, the danger, you know, the energy. um, Yeah. Just all across the board, the strategy involved. There's just so much going on with the game of NFL football that, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, it's got me hooked, and I've been watching a little. I've 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 never been a college football fan, but I'm just so tired of watching stupid shit on Netflix that I'm like I yeah. find myself watching college football now. Yeah, and there's elements of it that I I like, and then there's elements of it where just because I've been such a I'm so used to the pro game, I'm like, what are we mm-hmm. what are we doing here? What is this? You know, and it's just like that's not you're not even you shouldn't even be on the field. But then I realize like, oh wait. I'm used to watching the f- most refined version of this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I was I was talking to, to my neighbor today, and he was asking, like, hey, what's going on with the Eagles? And, hey, what's going on with Jason Peters? And, hey, what's going on with Carson Wentz? And, hey, what's going on with those Bears and Mitchell Trubisky? And I was just like, you know, so why did they draft me? So why did they draft me in the first round? I'm like, bro, you got to think about it, man. Like, it, it, the, the, we talk about this at great length. You know, you got, you got some, sometimes you got people that, go by the numbers, they go by the product, they go by how they produce, they go by how that how their game will is transferable into the, the NFL game from college to, to the pros. And then you got guys that go with a feeling, which is what the Bears did mm-hmm. on a on a young man who didn't start playing didn't start playing football until his senior year and had a decent year and they said, Hey, you know what? You're gonna lead our franchise. Come on, Mitchell Trubisky, and now we're fucking play, paying for it. And people, people, people look at me and they're like, "What do you mean he was driving the first round?" I'm like, "Bro, just check the tape." Oh, that's right. It's not much of it. So it's like, you know come what? On, man. You know what? I this this reminds me of a, of a conversation I had with my dad about Pokemon cards when I was about nine years old. <laughs> I said, "I said, hey, Dad, look at this. This is worth seven hundred dollars." And he goes. It's only worth $700 if somebody's willing to pay for it. And I was like, hmm, what does that mean? Absolutely. Just because an NFL franchise chooses to expend their first pick on a player doesn't mean they're worth that great. And one of the things, again, I'm no expert. I'm just reading the tea leaves here, guys and gals. When I Kevin Colbert from Pittsburgh Steelers, president of football operations, he would be like a GM at any other. They just call it president of football operations. Mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. whole thing and his whole key to consistent, like if you look at the Steelers' history in their first round, there's maybe two situations that didn't work out in the last 20 years. The reason is they draft the absolute best player available at that moment in time, regardless of their need. So yeah. if the best player at number 31, the year after they win the Super Bowl, 32, is a quarterback, they're going to take the quarterback. Why? Because they want the best players on the team. Versus, versus these teams like Chicago, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Cleveland up until recently. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. so desperate for results now that they'll take uh, the best receiver, number four overall, even though even though every other team, but just because he's the flashiest, like, okay, well, we need that, so let's put them there. you know. But really, they should have taken the left tackle 
you know, um, well, dude, that's the key to like long, long-term success. Now, you know why that's smart, brother Jay? It's because they understand that every move sets them up for the next 10 years. Yeah. Every move. Mitchell Trubisky, we're fucked for 10 years, bro. Like from there, because here's the thing. You get him, you don't have success. You go through his first contract, you're on, for, you're on board for at least another two or three, right? So that's seven right there. Okay, now you get a whole new regime in. They're going to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can turn the corner with him, get him another two. That's 10. Oh, it doesn't work. He's gone. Now you got to start the fuck over. It cripples your fucking organization, man. It really cripples well, you. Dude, perfect example is, again, the year the Steelers drafted Big Ben, okay, they were, they had Tommy Maddox who was lighting it up, you know, Got And they're like, ah, well, you know, we had a terrible year. They switched to just focusing on the passing game, get away from the bus. You know, they just threw it like 70% of the time. Tommy had an unbelievable season. And the best available player was Ben Roethlisberger at 11. And they took him. And then what happens? Week two against the Ravens, Tommy Maddox shreds his, his elbow. Ben comes in as a rookie. At the time, rookies just sat behind... Ben was expected to sit behind Tommy Maddox for four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the model of the NFL yeah. in 2004. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. That was the plan. And Aaron Rodgers, by the way, probably the last one to do that. So mm-hmm. Big Ben comes in, nearly wins that game against the Ravens, and then doesn't lose a start the rest of the season. The Steelers go 15-1, yeah. and lose to, the, lose to the Patriots in the championship game. My point is you have that, and you also have Larry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Larry Johnson tearing it up at Penn State. A lot of Steelers fans are looking at Penn State like that's the that's the next bus. We want him. And I remember being like, we want Larry Johnson. We want Larry Johnson. Well, the Steelers traded up with Kansas City and drafted some guy named Troy Palomalu instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just Smart, just dude. whatever just you smart. think, like whatever you think the right choice is, like if for your Madden team is just like not how you would actually book a franchise. And like I remember when they drafted David DeCastro, bro, they were like they they were like 16th pick or whatever, and they they turned their pick in in like 30 seconds. And they're like, "Wow, yeah. you guys that was really quick." They're like, "We thought he was going to be the fourth pick on. Like we this is ridiculous that he's available here." And we were going to take a cornerback, but he was here. So, and then mm-hmm. again, he's mm-hmm. been an all-pro every fucking year, so. Dude, that's how you handle operations. Built to the my draft. Point. Mitch Trubisky, for my neighbor, if you're listening to this, because I know sometimes you do listen to this, think about it. Somebody thought that fucking Mitchell Trubisky was better than Lamar Jackson and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. That's my point. Uh, that is my point. <laughs> and that's why, like, I at the end of the day, man, like, and I've talked about this before, someday Mel Kuyper, I'm coming for you, pal. You're going to oh, get dude. the great vigil audit when I can do it. And- and All the right. hair. I'm coming for that too. <laughs> and the hair. But <laughs> but like some of these speculators that cover professional sports, they don't know any more than you do. But somehow they're like being paid for their insight. And it's just like you don't know. You have no idea what this guy's gonna do. You have no mm-hmm. idea what this guy's gonna look like when there's a fucking three hundred and fifty pound six foot six monster on the other side of him. Shit happens. You know, yeah, bro. But again, that's why they play the games, and that's why we're all hooked. Dude, I, you're I, you know, this right year, about that. 
this year I've I've been you know we've talked about it like I've I kind of weaned in and out of football for a little bit there because my perspective on what it was kind of changed. I found mm-hmm. a new place, a new way perspective that I'm enjoying it. You know, more yeah. broadly, not just so much focused on the Steelers, and I'm having a great time. It's great, as you should, as you should. It's great, and you know enough enough of that for now. Yeah. I want to talk to you about some some. Well, first of all, let's talk bigger facts. Okay, so shout out to Haj, Bigness, aka Bigness, Pat, and 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 Do, my man. Um, Yeah, that was an awesome podcast. If I may say so so much fun, man. So much fun with those brothers. I'm trying to tell you. I'll tell you. So much fun. And and you know, the Cosmic Canoe is always is always afloat, and that's one of those times where, again, guys from different places, different backgrounds different experiences different everything coming together mm-hmm. for the love of things like steven seagal or oh, golden or you know what i mean just it, it's just a lot of fun <laughs> and it's it's one of those it's one of those times where i just kind of had to pinch myself and be like how did i get get to the point in my life where i'm connected to these kind of well, well there's my adobe cloud sorry about that guys um just these awesome gentlemen and, you know, athletes and just guys I never would have been able to come up, like come and connect with, you know, if it wasn't for my connection and my relationship with you in this podcast and just, just how we roll. And it's, it's awesome, man. Well, it's just the it's universe a real coming thing. together, man. Universe coming together. We made four, four new brothers. We got four, two, four new members in the, in, in the cosmic canoe and we're just paddling, man. No doubt. Just paddling paddling downstream and just, you know, we see somebody, Hey, you over there, are you intentional? Hey, are you awesome? We see a little light over there. Get like, in the boat. That's one of those times, man, Get where in. like, we're not just talking the talk, dude. Like we, we, no. we genuinely live it. And if you listen to that yeah. podcast and you listen to the story I tell about, I just met Haj. And then yeah. three hours later, I'm like, Hey, come on. You want to come hang out with my family? My folks. That's real. That's, That's awesome. real. And I'm not telling That's you to awesome. go fucking grab a stranger at the Starbucks and invite him over to your, your, your parents' house for dinner. But like, there's a happy medium between being open and open for new connections and positive and, you know, getting stabbed and robbed. Well, yeah. But, but then again, when you bring your whole self the way we do, no doubt. and it's all about spreading light and, and sharing it. Right. Yep. It resonates. And, and and you you felt that you saw that and hey, you guys are taking pic- pictures with the fam. No doubt, that's pretty cool. It's great. It's great. And uh, you know, let's talk bigger facts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, mm-hmm. you know, Spotify. They're on everything. The link mm-hmm. the link was in the show notes. Uh, it's on our YouTube. The YouTube link is always in the show notes. Um, it's a great it's a great time. A lot of fun. And and we tried. We're, we're always trying new things out. So, you know, this is again. One of the things, Daryl, that I love about our, whatever you want to call this, our, our, our union here, if you will. Yes. Um, not in matrimony, but in something. In manlimony. In manlimony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, you and I balance each other out, like, really well. And yeah, dude. you are much more... I don't want to say risk taking because it's not risk taking, but you're more creatively willing to push the envelope. And I'm always like 
the balance to that thinking like, hey, but this could go wrong or this could go wrong or this could go wrong. And usually, and I'm not like a worrier. I'm just, that's just our two strengths overlap. And then there's sometimes where I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I'm new to trusting, you know, my creative partners, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, shout out to the extractors boys. They know, like I, at times I would really need to be like convinced of like, what you're trying to say here because I just couldn't see it. And my mm-hmm. working relationship with you has taught me like, well, just let, let you roll with it. You're the expert. Y- you said, Hey, I'm going to try this new thing out. I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't, there's all these problems, YouTube algorithms and this, and we could get demonetized and all this shit. And you're like, ah, well, we'll do two versions. We ended up talking it through. And dude, this, this let's talk bigger facts podcast. I, I, Obviously, you know, you're listening to the audio version, but check it out on YouTube because Daryl did some awesome editing and really creative stuff with this where where we're talking about things, you know, movies, Steven Seagal, whatever, and you bring it in to the fold in a way that mm-hmm. as the viewer, you're vibing with our explanation of it and then you see the reality of it and it makes it even better. And it's like it's like the next we're we're always working on this thing is what I'm trying to say. And Oh yeah. We don't really know what the final thing is yet. You know, we we're, we're still pushing the corners, but this was mm-hmm. this felt like a like a new a new era starting for for what we're doing on video. So like if you're Still curious about like baby. if you're f- curious about like what we're what we're up to, what we're where we're what we're doing, where we're going, where we're headed, you know, check that video out um because it's got some cool stuff in it and it's very creative. And I'll say this too, it's it's the iron sharpens iron thing mm-hmm. with us. It's the, it's the intelligence you have. It's the creativity. It's the intelligence and the, and the creativity that you have to be able to see someone's vision and know how to orchestrate it in such a way where you're tactical and you're responsible and you're accountable for all variables. I mean, you do that professionally right. in your, in your, in, in your work life, you do that, creatively um, um, as an artist and, and even as, you know, my, my fucking partner in crime, you know what I mean? Right. And it, 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 it brings me to that place where I can say, you know what, you're right. Let's make sure that we cover our bases. Let's get an evergreen version. And then let's get one. We just go nuts. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because in between there, between the two of us, we're able to find that sweet spot. And, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, we talk, at length on the Everyman podcast, whether going back to episode one with our first guest, John Petrucci, you know, talking mm-hmm. about teamwork and, and, and working with other people and knowing when to bring other people into the fold. And, um, we're humming on this stuff. And like, Oh yeah, I'll tell you what, you know, I was looking at the calendar the other day and I texted you this. I said, look, bro, 2020 is the year of the Everyman. We, yeah. we, we declared it at the beginning. We lived it all the way through. All the way to the to the very end, okay, the of the end. of the calendar year. No matter what in the fuck was going on in the world, <laughs> never missed a beat. Yep. Always positive, always intentional. Episode one hundred falls on the last week mm. of the year of the Everyman. Mm. Couldn't have planned that if I tried. Cosmic man, cosmic canoe. That's at work. So. I mean, you can hear there's, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm full of joy. You know, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, but 
this is my, this is like where we come to center every week. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're listening to this while you're driving to work or you're home working at home now, you know, and you don't go to the office anymore or you don't work and you're just like working out and, and you're on the treadmill, whatever it is. <laughs> Obviously, this is a place where from all over the world, we're all coming to, to a center point. And every week, it just keeps getting better for me, bro. Yeah, it does. Me too. I, I feel it. I feel it. And the more During the time. And the more, like, dude, I, I, I tell you, man, I'm just scrolling back through the, through, you know, shout out to SoundCloud. Scrolling through our, our SoundCloud that, that we host the yeah. podcast on. And I'm just looking at all the episode names, you know, and all the guests we've had on it <laughs> this year. And yeah. like from the the beginning of uh, these uncircumcised times to, to current, it's been outstanding. And it's and if you and again, the proof is in the pudding. Everybody that we've had on the show is either people we've met through our journeys separately or connections we've made through connections we've made on the show. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, Mike Mangini introduces us to Kenny Arnoff, you know, and then like yeah. next thing you know, oh, we got James LeBreon and then James is like, hey, you should talk to this guy. And now yeah. that guy's coming on the show next. And it's like, absolutely. If, if you have your antenna and your radar open for access, you know, and you, yeah. and you put positive energy out, you know, not, not many ways you can go wrong there. Dude, 2021, like you said, you're of the everyman. 2021, and I'll tell you what. 2020, you're of the everyman. 2021, that's the year of elevation, bro. The year of elevation, the year of everyman part two. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Tango and cash. That's kind of like you and me right now. You know? Yeah. If you guys have never seen Tango and cash, there's two wonderful things about that movie. One, that's kind of how they introduced the Dodge Ram. And it was like a concept. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is it? Like at the end of it, like the Dodge Ram, like that was like, and I think that movie came out like 1988. So Dude, something yeah. like that. Um, but it's like Sylvester Stallone and, you know, just in his glory. And there's oh, that yeah, weird dude. shower scene with him and Kurt Russell. And you're just like, what's going on here? What's, what is and they're like looking at here? each other's dongs and they're complimenting each other's dongs. And it's like, you know, it's every man up. Every man, it is every man to the hilt. Um, but also, there's a great scene when he, he Kurt Russell checks his laser sight on his on his uh, gigantic you know handgun, and he's like, "Oh, somebody was messing with my sights again." And it's like because he was framed. Um, but uh, Tango and Cash, great movie. Basically, excellent. our partnership here, two two de- excellent. excellent Excellent detectives from different modalities coming together uh, to fight crime and evildoers, you know, everywhere. Yeah. That's basically where we're at. Doing it the everyman way. No doubt. Um, so, you know, one last note, man. I saw HBO Max is talking about they're going to put pretty much all the Warner Brothers movies in 21 are going to come straight out on HBO Max, starting with Wonder Woman. Wow. Yeah, starting with Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be on HBO Max starting Christmas Day. And um, that's going to be pretty crazy. But, dude, Matrix is going to be Matrix 4, John Wick 4. Like, all these movies, they're going to be coming straight to HBO Max. It's it's outstanding. Sweet, sweet. It's outstanding. I need it. I need the content. 
I need it now. So, bro, I'll tell you what. Christmas is coming. We're not going to get too involved in our Christmas convos here. Um, but it's coming, and we're going to have a little Christmas spectacular. Episode 100, right around the bend. And yeah, um, I'll tell you what, bro. I'm, I'm pumped up for, you know, for the action. And, and one last thing um, before we go. Dream Theater, friends of the show, um, you know, multi, multi-time guests on the podcast, they have released um, a special Christmas track out on their Bandcamp. They self-recorded it, self-published, self-produced the whole bit. Um, 100% of the profit, or not even the profit, the proceeds, all the money is going to the crew. And Daryl and I, obviously Zach Rossi is one of our bros. He's been on the show multiple yeah, times. Great dude. He's one of those guys. So if you've listened to the, the podcast and, and you've enjoyed it and you enjoy Zach and you enjoy Dream Theater and all that stuff, please head to the link in the bio today on the on the podcast here over to the band camp and you can you can purchase the holiday spirit carries on. It's like a six minute medley of Christmas songs. I'm not going to play it here because I want you to go buy it. I want you to support the guys uh, because they've given us, you know, so much awesome podcast time, but just, just time in general. Um, And it's going all to supporting their, their touring crew members who obviously are not able to support themselves in these awful uncircumcised times that we all find ourselves in. So check that out. Link is in the bio, big bro. I love you, man. Love you too. Let's kick it.